You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks, broadcasting from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can download the WLXU app on your smartphone device to listen anywhere in the entire world. Amber, this is a little different. Obviously, the sound might sound a little different. The quality might be a little rough around the edges because this is House Arrest Volume 2. I uh, know that everybody's missed Amber. Last week, she didn't get to come on the show during Volume 1 because I had the March Madness crew. And we're, we're still trying to get things figured out with this technology. But Amber, how are you doing? I'm good. It's really nice to see you. It's really nice to see you too. It's, uh, I don't know if we have a lag or anything. This is our first time using Zoom live. I, you know, it's, I think it's working. It could have just been me. I think I accidentally muted myself. You know, I'm a little weird about making noises into the microphone. Yeah. Okay. So I hit that mute button. <laughs> I got you. You look nice. You look like one of those webcam girls. Um, I don't know about that. Um, I did take a shower today for this great event. Yeah. Uh, but no. Mm-mm. Yeah, you look like one of those. Uh, you would make a really good webcam girl. Do you know what I'm talking about? When I don't know if they still have those. When you can get on. I mean, now I bet you. Is that like where uh, women can sit on birthday cakes and send that video out for money? Yes, they sure can. I I, I would say that that at one point in time was an industry that was dying, but now because of this COVID fifteen stuff that's been happening. I tell you, a lot of the virtual world is blossoming right now. I mean, look at us. We're doing off the cuff from home. This is our uh, radio broadcast. We're doing it live. I'm in my house. Amber is at her house. We're using Zoom, the equipment that everybody is using. Amber, you've been using it in your classroom. Uh, we've been using it a lot. I think this is my third Zoom meeting uh, of the day. Third, Zoom, yeah. And I've been having to use it as well as a professor. So it's, it's uh, something that's, I would say, if you're looking for stock to buy, invest in zoom because even when this when things go back to the new normal i think zoom might be something that people still use i think it actually is a really great technology i mean granted it's taken me about two weeks to really kind of figure out like what i need to do it's not microsoft word yeah which i'm good at well (laughs) right that do you list it on your resume that you're good at the microsoft word suite I don't I don't think so. No. Should I? But the reason we're having to do this, folks, this broadcast from the house is because we are social distancing. I, I don't know if people are taking this serious, but let me tell you something now. You need to be taking it serious. This is a serious matter. I've been hearing stuff like, oh, the coronavirus, it's an old people flu. It's an old people sickness. That is further from the truth. This thing can kill young people too. So if you are getting out, you need to stop it if it's unnecessary getting out of the house. You need to keep your social distance. And that's what we here at Off the Cover are trying to do, even though I miss Amber, I mean, Amber, how long has it been since I've seen you? I mean, since it's been a couple days. I think we've really been taking this serious for a couple days now. We have. We started taking it serious probably uh, early last week, I think. And and some people really still aren't taking it serious. I know that when we, the other day, 
we found out that the studio was closing at WLXU temporarily. You know, I went into frantic mode. I was like, great. Like, I'm not going to be able to do the show anymore. Like, they took the one thing away from me that I, I loved. But that was untrue. Thank God this is still broadcasting on the radio. Um, but we needed to work on the quality. So we went to Guitar Center and tried to buy some mics, uh, buy some equipment for the show. And you actually had an encounter with a guy or you saw an encounter with uh, two gentlemen who disagreed on the social distancing. I did. So we walk into the store and uh, Guitar Center is not known for having the best customer service. I guess people like in the front line. Uh, this was not my first time dealing with maybe someone that was a little less friendly than normal. But what I did witness was I witnessed a gentleman that worked there. Um, he was approaching a customer and he said, hey man, I'm practicing social distancing. He said, let's keep it about six feet. Yeah. And the gentleman who was the customer that he was approaching absolutely was, I want to say he was enraged. Yeah. Because the look on his face, I was like, whoa, what is about to happen right now? Yeah. And uh, he did. He, he made a scene and he got very upset and as he was leaving uh, guitar center he decided he was going to start cussing because that's what people do they just yeah. and i just did not understand why that was even necessary somebody just wanted to practice something that we're all supposed to be practicing and this man because he was the customer felt that it was appropriate for him to cuss yeah. as he was walking out of the door so <laughs> yeah some people just don't take it serious I, I don't understand it don't be one of those people who just say though this is just something that um uh, don't be a conspiracy theorist whatever you want to call it during a time like this this is really a time to take it serious. Don't be selfish. It's not, you know, you should be worried about your own health. You should be, but also worry about other people too. Worry about your grandparents, worry about your parents, and worry about people with weakened immune systems. So keep your social distance. We're doing all things uh, that we possibly can do to keep our social distance. Yeah, it's caused a lot of disruption in our lives. I mean, it's caused disruption in, in my life and Amber's life. And I'm telling you, it's, it's just interfered with people's daily routine uh, i just saw andy Bashir, which i'll get to in a minute my goodness <laughs> if i see one more andy Bashir me i'm gonna scream but he announced that all parks are closed in lexington uh he uh, basically was saying that uh he doesn't want you out unless you're going to essential places amber well, yeah, we don't need to be out right now. And I don't think that people going out on their side-by-sides is very essential right now where they're ganging up of 30 people. I don't think it's very essential that people are uh, gathering in any location whatsoever. So I actually very much agree with the closing of not only the parks in Lexington, but the, I think it's all state parks in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, it is. So you need to just come home, stay at home, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, just try to think of some things to do while on quarantine. But yeah, I'm, I'm digging this new Zoom, actually, Amber. It really does feel like that we're right in front of each other. Well, you know, you said, you know, kind of find some new things to do while we're on quarantine. I'm curious, what are you doing? What am I doing while I'm on quarantine? Yeah. Trying to figure out how to broadcast this show. I mean, that's <laughs> all I've been thinking about. Like, if, if people really want to... I have been a madman since this stuff has happened with the coronavirus because so much has happened to me. I mean, everything was was fine. And then all of a sudden, it was just like a I, – I, you hear about people all the time saying stuff like, oh, enjoy what you have. Uh, be thankful for what you have because it all could be taken away from you in an instant. Oh, I already knew that, and I was thankful for what I had. 
And it's funny that people say that and then boom, something like this happens that weakens a, that puts the country down on its knees. I mean, it has, I was fine with the way things were before this coronavirus has happened. And I mean, it's just affected me. So like the fact that the studio closed, you know, it's, it made me frantic and it made, but I wasn't aware of what I was going to do and I don't like the unknown. So here we are broadcasting the show. I'm, I'm okay now. I'm a little better. What have you been doing? Um, I have watched a lot of reality TV shows a lot. Yeah. Uh, primarily Total Bellas and Total Divas from the WWE Network. I've spent a lot of time doing that. That can't be good. It's amazing. It is absolutely be- one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. Mm. Um, you know, just watching, watching TV. Oh, I got you. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're not out doing the coronavirus challenge. Have you heard about this? Is this where people are walking around licking random things? Yeah, you, you've got girls licking plain toilet seats. You've got, um, you've got this celebrity TikTok guy. His name was Lars. He apparently mm-hmm. posted a, a photo of him um, uh, licking a toilet seat from a grocery. Or he, yeah, he was, um, looking, he was licking a, a toilet seat, I believe is what it was. Like, okay. Who, who would lick a toilet seat? pre-coronavirus uh pro or post-coronavirus who would ever lick a toilet seat anyway i mean my question is like do these people not realize that eventually the person that they're going to like marry or date is physically watching them (laughs) lick a toilet right now like would that not be a determent to date that person yeah but but the guy who licked the toilet seat he uh now has wound up testing positive for coronavirus so duh i mean you idiot what do you think is going to happen yeah people i mean sorry act- not sorry yeah people are actually out doing that kind of stuff amber people are actually out licking produce licking doorknobs licking uh toilet seats licking car handles all just for social media views do it for the gram is what they say um i believe i will do other things for the gram and not put myself in danger <laughs> well did you hear about the woman who went into a grocery store and she was screaming that she had the virus and she was spitting on produce on purpose oh, yeah and things and trying to sneeze and spit on people and cough on people on uh-huh. purpose what is uh-huh. wrong with people dude if i would have been there i would have whooped her <laughs> you would have laid the smack down i would have put a beaver bus whooping on her for doing that yeah yeah she was uh, a 35 year old pennsylvania woman and she is now uh caused the grocery store where she went into thirty five thousand dollars in losses because she wow. spit on that much food that they had to throw away so just think about that they she spit and she coughed on food that people was going to need it's a really scarce time for stuff like that for produce for food for things in grocery stores and it's really expensive not only is it hard to find but it's just really expensive anyway and she goes and she does this and she caused their employees to have to sanitize the the entire store uh, she had she caused them to have to restock which cost them thirty five thousand uh, dollar cost it cost them that much uh, of a loss so do you think that she deserves a pretty harsh punishment for that I think she should not only serve jail time because I think bioterrorism was one of the charges that she was up against. I think she was up against a couple of felonies, but I think she should also have to go work the front line, um, maybe in a capacity where she's doing sanitation for some of um, some of our medical staff that are out there right now. 
because there's so much more better things that we could be doing with our time as opposed to going out and having episodes in not only you know a grocery store but a business that is now considered essential we understand now what essential businesses are and this woman thought that she was above everyone and could go ruin not only $35,000 worth of food but she potentially was going to take away all that employment from every grocery store worker that was there she could have potentially bankrupted that that entire grocery store I think she should again not only serve her jail time but I think baby girl should have to work the front line put her out there let her see what it's really like to have that actual virus yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I do. Look at Amber. You can see Amber's expressions here. I, I know those on the radio, they can't see her, but uh, people at home, they can see this is a this is a special time, a big moment, because Amber is never seen. No, it's I always, don't like to be seen. It's just always my face. And, and let's put the rumors to rest that it's not me <laughs> keeping you from being seen. It's Amber's choice. I, I do. I choose to not be seen. Um, I'm very animated with my facial features. I'm a huge hand talker. And um, let's face it, Adam's a little a little better looking than I am, so he's a better face. Well, no, it's it's not anything like that. But people, they will. They'll come up to me and they'll say, "Man, you are uh, so selfish. You don't give Amber any credit. You, you know, this. What about is stop it, stop it. You don't know the whole story. Amber, Amber chooses not to be on camera. But so this is why you need to tune into Zoom because I don't think we can do a Facebook Live with you not on camera. So I, I think that's the only reason why Amber has decided to let her face be seen. <laughs> yeah, it, this was not my choice. You know, you look like a webcam girl. This is taking me back to like 1996 mm-hmm. when I used to sneak around to get on the computer and use the dial-up internet to mm-hmm. uh, dial, dial up the webcam girls. So what should I charge an hour? That's your rate. I, I mean, I it's a different time. What would you charge? Seriously, <laughs> if if you was to go into that type of work to be a webcam girl, uh-huh. what type mm-hmm. of <laughs> charge would you have? Um, I guess it depends on the activity. Yeah. It depends on the activity. I'd say 50 bucks an hour would maybe be my, my standard. Okay. We'll see. Gotcha. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to take our a quick break before we uh, head to our next segment. And I'm not really sure how this is going to work. I, I don't. I, I don't know if they're just the producer is going to put music in while we're uh, taking the breaks. I'm not sure. But I don't know. We're going to take a break and we'll be back, back after these words stick with us. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. This is House Arrest Volume 2 during the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. We are social distancing from the house. Uh, Me and Amber are missing each other, but we are glad to uh, still be able to do the show and have it broadcasted on the radio. So I, I hope that our producer is... Uh, fading in the music appropriately. I hope that's happening right now because I can't hear it. I don't don't have no cell phones. And Amber, you know what it's like when I don't have much control over things. I know. I keep waiting on you to just preemptively yell at me to put my cell phone away uh, (laughs) because I think our audience knows by now you enjoy doing that. I do. I really do. So welcome back, everybody. Uh, Back to the second segment of Off the Cuff. We're doing things a little bit different. Sorry for the audio it might sound different. We are using the Zoom software, but you can check us out on Facebook Live at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks on Facebook, and you can actually see what Amber looks like for the first time ever. So I'm so sorry. 
But uh, Amber, we one of the things that uh, people can do while they they are on this quarantine and they are trying to keep their social distance is uh, they can watch movies and movies that are actually out on theater. So I, I will say this. I was thinking about this the other day. Even during the Great Depression, when the economy was at its worst and people were really depressed, I mean, things were, I would say, at a similar time like this, just much, much worse. Even during a time like that, the movie industry was still thriving. People still went to the movies. It was an escape for people. Now, during this COVID-19 pandemic, people can't even go to the movies. They don't even have an escape of going to the movie theaters. And, and you like going to the movies like me. Uh, it's both something that we enjoy, wouldn't you say? Uh, I would say yes. And, and we usually enjoy doing it together. Yeah, and it's a, and it's a good escape. So, but you don't even have that right now. But what I do like during this uh, crisis is that you can watch movies from home, and it's movies that's actually out on theaters. Uh, I took it upon myself to uh, rent Invisible Man. Amber, have you seen that movie? I have actually. We yep. we also rented that as well. You rented the movie Invisible Man. We did. I wanted to watch it. I actually wanted to watch it while it was out in theaters, and then you know this kind of all happened. And yeah, I think good. you actually were talking about it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's it's something, but I think that's really cool that you can watch movies from that are actually out on theater. You feel like a critic. You feel like one of those. What's their that critic's name? Rupert, Ebert, Rupert. Yeah, you feel like one of those guys getting to screen a movie before everybody else can see it. And it takes me back to the uh, direct TV days when you could rent movies from your direct TV. Oh, were they were they movies that were actually in the theaters at the time, or was it just the movies that had already been released? I think they'd already been released. Yeah, now, yeah this is actually even more special. This, this is movies that have been uh this is actually movies that haven't even been released on theaters yet this is currently on theaters well how'd you like it i and mean i guess let, let, let me rephrase that how did you like the experience of watching a theater only movie from your house well it was definitely easier to go use the bathroom because you could pause you could hit pause you could uh definitely save money on candy and pop so that was nice so it's kind of like watching a a sporting event on tv it was the same thing you know when you go to a sporting event it's going to cost you more but you still are, are really going you don't care about that because you get the atmosphere and that's kind of how it was with the movies you don't really care about the price because you want that atmosphere so i it was chill but i don't like it I, it's temporary i want to go back i can't wait for the movies to, to open what about you um, I've actually really enjoyed it. You know, I don't really like crowds kind of as it is. So I actually thought it was really chill to just be at my house and I could wear leggings and nobody was really judging me. And yeah, I got to eat all the snacks as loud as I wanted to. So let's not. Okay. And since we are at home right now, and I'm sure this uh, house arrest series will last for a while, at least seven or eight more episodes, but so you eventually will be able to log on to Zoom and see what Amber normally wears, but usually Amber wears moo-moos. Ain't that what you wear? <laughs> Isn't that what they're called? Really? Isn't really that, right now? <laughs> is, is, that, is that what they're called when you – it's like an old – It's I don't want to say old woman. Uh, it's an old woman. <laughs> usually when I am in the con confinements of my intimate home, yes, I like to wear moo-moos and, like, leggings. <laughs> Yeah, so that exactly. so I did remove my moo moo for this. 
<laughs> yeah. So that's what Amber usually likes to wear. So eventually you're going to see some really cool things worn by Amber. You're going to see Moo Moo's. <laughs> You're I think gonna, I have one that says my this is my cat costume. Yeah. I think Wiley likes that one the best. You are gonna be one of those old women probably that wears those gowns with the lace around the neck. Oh, I'm waiting on it. I'm just not old enough yet. You wanna be that type of old woman? Looks. You wanna be that old type of but what is it that yes. goes through a woman's mind when she turns a certain age to say, Okay, Comfort. it's now time for me to wear this velvet laced up uh gown. Well, now I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to go that far. But my granny used. They to got pockets. They got the pockets and stuff that go all the way down <laughs> to the bottom. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know why women think they have to wear that when they reach a certain age. I, it's comfort. They are so moos are so comfortable because they're like just big t-shirts that don't like get in your way because they're not baggy. They're just long down to your knees. Down you your bend knees. over and nobody see your butt. Mm, okay. It's easy. Well, yeah, so you're going to get to see what all uh, Amber wears. and But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, Amber, have heard of this because since we're on quarantine, I've been listening and watching, a, listening to a lot of music, a lot of podcasts, yeah. watching a lot of TV as well. So I've compiled a list of suggestions for our audience listening at home of things that you might want to watch and check out besides Netflix and Hulu and all that jazz jazz um, invisible man. We already recommended that. If you guys have not heard of this app called nosy, I would recommend checking that out. Nosy is a streaming service that shows nothing but talk shows like Maury Povich and Steve Wilkos and Jerry Springer and Sally, it Jesse Raphael, Sally, Jesse Raphael. And it shows episodes from the early days. I mean, it's just a streaming service of nothing but episodes like that. So check that out. Definitely check out this app if you want called Tubi. Tubi is an app service that has so many movie selections that's not on Netflix, not on Hulu. And if you are a documentary person, I would, uh, I mean, you're going to love it. Um, some TV shows that I would recommend I think Breaking Bad is a great rewatch. Uh, Breaking Bad is a great show watching it live, but it's better as a rewatch because you don't have to wait till the next week. Uh, you can, uh, it's one of those shows that you can, um, you could binge watch, binge watch pretty easily. Better Call Saul is another one. Um, Amber, do you have any suggestions? Um, I usually stick with the normals of Dexter. Uh, Weeds is a very, very funny show. If you guys are looking for something that's more comedy. Um, there are a few things that are out that are like miniseries. So I know that Oxygen is actually releasing a lot of true crime miniseries, I think kind of during this quarantine time. Um, so that's definitely a good thing to check out, just Oxygen Channel in general, if you like true crime. Yeah, or you could be like Amber and watch uh, The Newlyweds with Nick and Jessica, because I walked in the other day and she was watching that. Or Chaotic with uh, Brittany and <laughs> Kevin. We actually was watching that together, I must admit that. We were, and I was going to wait. You know, he threw my moo-moo out there live, so I'm going to say that Adam and I frequently watch old 2000s reality shows, <laughs> including... Uh, Nick and Jessica's with, the newlyweds or uh, the chaotic with Britney Spears which yeah. I mean it's, and, and and Laguna Beach this quarantine so. is driving me crazy though that's why I'm that's why I'm watching all of these shows Banks this was pre-quarantine don't no, lie. no no I'm not I'm sitting there and watching Nick and Jessica be married from back in 2003 from a reality show that they used to have they don't even like each other anymore 
like, it was, any, it's a good I, show. It is a good show. It's a good show. And Chaotic was actually a pretty good show with Britney Spears. I mean, I'm just going to leave that one alone. I love Britney. I think she can do no wrong, but I think maybe Chaotic might have been the wrong. Oh, how can we forget Tiger King? I mean, Tiger King is the most watched show on Facebook right now. And I, I partly blame it on this quarantine because nobody has nothing else to do. So no. Of course, everybody's People would watch this regardless of if we were in a quarantine or not. Exactly. So people are checking that show out. They're loving it. I mean, they're absolutely loving it. I loved it. it. Yeah, you are you loving loved it. You loved it. I do. I do <laughs> love the show. I can't stop watching the guy. I'm not even finished with it. I'm on episode four. But I'll go ahead and say I don't like Carol. I don't. Um, I don't. I, I don't like the fact... I don't think that anybody should have a an animal like that anyway. Uh, yeah. I think animals like that belong out in the wild. But this is a show you can't turn it off. You cannot stop watching it. Well, I'm currently making my own meme, but it's primarily going to be for you. Um, because, you know, I, we have to bring up wrestling. I was in a wrestling um kind of I, not a chat it was i was looking at comments on a, on a picture that had been posted on a wrestling facebook page and they said um joe exotic was the hillbilly version of stone cold steve austin yeah someone can... is currently mixing the breaking glass to tiger king coming out in a bomber paramedic jacket yeah. i remember that scene but uh I've decided if they don't make it, I'm going to make it myself. So, coming soon. It's it's definitely a show that I can't believe that's caught on as much as it has, and it it it's so so bizarre, so bizarre. We we know them. Like I feel like that's people my daddy used to hang out with. Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Doc. I'm, I'm pretty sure I met that one of the tigers from that show because when I was in Myrtle Beach, I remember petting this tiger. And they said, oh, this is the tiger from Dr. Doolittle. And I thought that was really cool. And then they mentioned that one of the tigers there had been in Dr. Doolittle. And I was like, I met that guy. Well, the Tim Stark, the wildlife in need that they frequent, he frequents the show a lot, I think, starting in episode four. Uh, we went there. We did the tiger cub play. Like, I feel extremely bad now that I kind of know some of the things that, you know, this documentary kind of showed. But, uh, yeah, Wiley and I have a picture of us at Tiger Cub play with him. Before we go to a break, I just want to address um, something. I guess a lot of people have been noticing that my face has not been on ABC 36 midday Kentucky at 1230. That is simply because I'm trying to social distance myself from people. I'm not wanting to get out there and infect people that nobody wants that so and wtvq is taking all precautions as well so they're only allowing full-time employees be at the station so that's why you've only been seeing lisa high there cody adams amber freeman you've only been seeing the the, the full-time faces and i'm not full-time there at the station so uh, they're just limiting the people that can come on so uh, i don't really know how long this is going to happen but until further notice that's just how it's going to be and i I don't have a problem with it because if I can keep my social distance and protect other people uh, from getting sick, then so be it. I, if it puts a dagger in my career, then so be it. I am wanting to keep my social distance. I don't think that'll put a dagger in your career. I think that's a very wise decision. And the way that I look at it is if you, if, if we have chosen between us, 
um, that we're going to social distance. We know how much we love one another and I know how much you love your work. So I know that you've made some hard decisions, but I thank you for making the decisions that you have made and still putting yourself out there for the people who, um, who've grown to love you over the last couple of years. So I think you, I think even though it might be a dagger. It's not a dagger in your career, just a dagger in the timeline. And we've adjusted. Yeah, let, let me go ahead and just put the nasty, disgusting rumors to rest that I've been fired. That is not the case. The, Who it, said that? <laughs> you know, the, the city of Lexington, Amber, they're wanting to see you boys. So, no, I'm kidding. It was me. I said it. No, 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 no. I just know that that's what's going on. And um, I miss everybody there. And I hope everybody's doing good. But Cody and uh, Lisa and uh, Amber and, and Rhonda and everybody that's there and, and Shreya and uh, everybody that works there at the show. Shoot. I, I know I'm leaving people out that work there that I can't think because I'm having a blank, but I miss you guys. And uh, I hope that, I mean, I've been watching uh, as much as I can. The show is still good. Cody is doing a great job uh, doing the show. So it's, it's still really good. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Look at Shannon on the show. Third bank's been fired. Shut up. Shannon, he knows how to press my buttons. Well, he said you're the new Tiger King of Lexington, and you know, (laughs) Shannon, I agree. Or I agree. I've seen some of your get-ups, Banks. You are the new Tiger King of Lexington. We're going to take a commercial break, and when we come back, we got more, lots more of Off the Cuff coming up after these words. Stick with us. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also with me via Zoom. I can't say she's in studio. When we were coming back from the last uh, break, did I say is also in studio with me? Did I say that? Quite possibly, but I think it's just because we're creatures of habit. Yeah, because Amber is not in studio with me. She is with me via Zoom at her house, and I am at my house. We are social distancing uh, via Zoom. Uh, doing our house arrest series volume two. Thank everybody for listening. You can also check us out on Facebook Live at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. So, or stream us on Radio Lex app or listen to us on WLXU 93.9 FM. So, thanks everybody. Uh, it's It's been great so far. How do you think the show's been? I think it's, I think it's been going really great. I, I, I think that we adjusted to, um, this is our new norm, I guess. It is. Well, Amber, we last left the audience with a great song, Pick Up Man by Joe Diffie, and he died of the uh, COVID-19. And unfortunately, during times like this, people still pass away. And that means that people still have to have funerals. And Amber, have you come across any of these Facebook Live funerals? I did. Um I don't understand why. I mean, I guess, no, I don't understand why. I'm not understanding it either. Apparently, people are posting open casket funerals on Facebook and letting the whole world see it. I mean, it's made public. I, I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to do it, but if, you know how I feel about funerals anyway. I don't want a funeral, but I can't think of anything more bizarre than that and that is just to me creepy when i'm strolling on my timeline and i see a dead body laying in a casket because it's a funeral and 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 i don't know why people just don't make it a private group and invite certain people there we go that's what i was gonna say you can do watch parties 
I know anybody who goes live knows you can do that. Just invite the family. We we all don't need to see it. I love you, Granny, but I do not want to see your Granny after she's deceased. I like to think about people while they're still alive. Right, right, yeah. And so, I just can't, and I, my heart breaks for people in that situation because it could happen to any of us, any of us, even ourselves. We, any of us could pass during this pandemic and during the social distancing. And when the country is like this, we have to take other measures and we have to, we have to put people in, uh, we have to still have funerals and loved ones, even though I don't like funerals and Amber, you may not like funerals. There are people out there that do. And there's actually people out there that uh, would still, if they died, their wish is to have a funeral, Facebook Live or not. So they're just respecting their wishes. So I understand it. I just think it's a little, I think it's really freaking creepy. I'd, I Like, again, I think that, you know, even if you, if you told me, yes, Amber, I want to have my funeral live streamed, I still would not make that a public thing. I would probably make it a private thing. Um, you can even go on and select who you want to add on uh, to these private viewings, but I don't think it should be something that's just out there for everybody to see because, you know, I want people to remember me like this and not deceased. Yeah. Like, remember my life, not my lifeless body. Jenny on the show thread says she thinks it's disrespectful to the person who passed. And, and you know, it. If unless you have talked to your loved one about streaming their funeral on Facebook Live, then don't do it. I, I wouldn't do it because during this pandemic, you might want to ask somebody who is sick and that you may be expecting to pass, say, hey, if you die, do you want your funeral streamed? And if you haven't had the conversation, just don't do it because you are allowing, that is a very, a funeral is a very intimate setting. It's a very intimate moment. It's a very vulnerable moment in people's and the people left behind in their lives. So, by going live and posting their face for everybody to see laying in a casket, it put they're laying in a very vulnerable position. I mean, they're dead. And think about the person that you're doing it to. Exactly. It drives me nuts when people are only thinking about themselves. Exactly. So the, the, the funerals and stuff, just get a hold on it. And I, I don't know. It's tough times. It, it really is. I mean, is that going to be like a question that we have to ask each other going further in the future? Because people are doing that now. Are we going to have to have like funeral services that um, maybe they give you options to Facebook Live? I hope that's not the direction we go in. I hope we can kill that in the bud. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, but what, I mean, what kind of world will we be living in if that's really something that we have to start facing now is public live stream funerals? Exactly. I completely agree with you. Yeah, it's um, it's very sad and it's very unfortunate because there's no way to avoid it. But Amber, unless you have been living under a rock, Andy Bashir has become some sort of a sex symbol here. In Kentucky, <laughs> and I never thought I would say that. But I mean, he kind of cute in them blue jeans. Oh, come on. <laughs> people are digging Andy Bashir. Uh -huh. They are. They're dealing it. I've, I mean, I've seen people compare him to John F. Kennedy. I've seen people uh, call him Mr. Rogers. People are making him into this superhero. They have made this Facebook page about nothing but Andy Bashir memes, and it's all positive. People are really liking the way Andy is handling this coronavirus. And I will say this. I do think that Andy is handling it well. He's been taking precautions from the minute. 
from from the get-go. He's not backed down from his precautions, and he's not screaming at people. He's coming about it in a very in a in a great way, in a way a leader should. He's exemplifying good leadership skills. So I will say that. But I'm not going to be somebody to uh, to worship this man now. If it's just all in good fun and and for funny memes and for a good time, then so be it. Just like I mean, Andy, just like Andy said, it's all about we need to laugh at this time. But don't don't just fall in love with somebody over over a, a pandemic. People uh, sometimes are so. They fall well, easy. I haven't seen some of the t-shirts that have been made. Oh, had there been people against Andy, this whole Andy Bashir thing too? No, there are people who are making t-shirts uh, kind of of these memes about Andy Bashir. And, you know, I, I got the sense he was kind of fathering. I get that. Uh, but there's a shirt that's circulating and it says, Andy is my daddy. <laughs> Or govern, govern me, daddy, I think is one I've of I've seen this stuff. I have. I mean, it is funny. It does make me laugh when I see it. And and that makes me think it might be more of a just a joke that people are having. It's, it's, it's just kind of a pop culture phenomenon thing going on right now. When this is over, because the election's not until another three years, I definitely think he, he'll get reelected. I think if anything, oh, yeah. if anything Andy Bashir has come out as very popular out of this pandemic and, and people, oh, yeah. his approval rating is, is up. And he might have put himself in position for a higher office, wink, wink. And I'm not going to be the guy to say it, but just put that for food, uh, for food for thought. Are we saying, are we saying uh, Brashear 2024? I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. I, I pick up what you're laying down. Yeah, Andy at five has become this thing that everybody is – it's become a sh the, the must-watch TV that everybody is tuning in for. Now, granted, everybody's really bored, and they're just begging for things to see, but Andy at five is what people are wanting to, to see. People are tuning in to see Andy. I bet you that his viewership is crazy. And what about his little sign language lady? Virginia? Virginia? I enjoy Virginia. There you go. Yeah, meet Virginia. Mm. <laughs> I think Virginia is the woman we never knew we needed in Kentucky. Isn't isn't she wonderful? I think that if you dislike Virginia, something's wrong with you. There's no reason why you should dislike this woman. She's out doing a great service. She is providing uh, a language translation that you don't really get to see. I think it's passed by a lot, and I'm I'm so glad that. Uh, I heard her on the radio this morning do an interview talking about how she, her company that she works for initiated this entire process with her going with Andy Bashir and doing this because she was saying something like an astounding number of people who are hard of hearing. And the service that she's doing, I think it's great. And, she, and plus, she's country like we are. She says Walmarts and Kroger's like a lot of people from back home does. And she – just seems like a pleasant woman. She seems like that jolly aunt that you have. Yeah. She, well, I just, again, I think it's because we are actually, we are showing that we want to get all of the information out that we have about um, how to protect yourself and what we know about the virus. We not only want to get that out to our English speaking um, Kentuckians, because guess what? There's more than just English speaking Kentuckians here. You know, we've got um, ASL. I know we've got a lot of Hispanic things going on. I know the station, um, Radio Lex, is actually working to get a lot of Hispanic information put out there. So I think the thing that Virginia shows to me is that we've made growth 
and making sure that everyone in you know our state gets the same information that you and I would get. Yeah, I, I think that's great too. And you mentioned Radio Lex putting out good information. They are, they absolutely are. So make sure that if you want to hear some uh, information, and I'm talking the real, true, accurate information, you can tune in to 93.9 right here on Radio Lex and, and get all that information. There's great content put out there in both Spanish and English. Uh, so it, it's a great, it's a great source for that. But yeah, Andy Bashir, he is taking the world by, by storm. He says that we're only going to fight this virus one time. And that, that's why he's being so adamant about pushing the date back before he starts letting things go back to normal. President Trump is saying April 30th. I think Kentucky is always going to be a couple weeks behind everybody else with going back because I just think that's just just based off Andy Bashir's demeanor. I think that's how it's going to be. So I'm thinking that things are going to start opening up around the second week of May. Uh, I, I feel like that's a good a good projection. Yeah, because now if it comes to pass and it doesn't happen, like please don't quote us on that. We do not have any inside information. This is just our personal view. Right, right. This is this is just a personal opinion. I, I would I would say this is what I would say. Now, if you want to, don't take that as official word by no means. Tune in to Andy to five to find out that information if you if you want to. So, but everything is closing down. There's so many things that are still. Um, out of commission and I feel bad for and I worry about these people who are these hairdressers and these uh, massage therapists and these people who do toenails and fingernails and and people who own small businesses and I know I just gave a, toenails and fingernails. I know I just gave a really random variety of industry but there's a lot more of you all out there that's not working and at a time like this I think that we need to support our community I think that we need to be uh, dining. Uh, I think that we need to be doing takeout to support our local restaurants. Uh, I know that there's some fear and concern about uh, being contaminated with the virus by going out. But, hey, if if everybody is taking precaution and, and washing their hands and wearing gloves, then, you know, you're doing the best you can. But we still have to support local businesses, local restaurants. So going out and supporting them, uh, that's what we need to do. America's economy was not built to shut down. That's what Trump even said, and it's not. So we really do need to get the industry open. But, hey, I'm in no rush to put people in danger. We do need to kill this virus, and we do need to let it let it run its course. Well, and I think a lot of, you know, if, if you're here local in Lexington, a lot of places have made it very accommodating for people to come and pick up food. Um, I now, I, I know uh, personally that a lot of places have went to only curbside, and I think that might be the norm now is only curbside. Uh, we've ordered out, uh, we got Mexican food a couple of times from the same place. Um, super easy. Uh, you pull right up. They usually know uh, what, they ask you what vehicle you're in. They bring your check out and they bring your food out, and it's very limited contact. They're all taking their precautions. So I have a feeling that a lot of other places are going to be like that. And I know some places, like our shop locals, are um, offering like free delivery. DoorDash is offering free delivery. Um, so I think we've got a lot of things that have been put into place that, you know, if this would have happened 20 years ago. No, we wouldn't have had this kind of capability. So we still are able to get out, and, and I guess not get out, but we're still able to enjoy some of the luxuries that we had uh pre-pandemic 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take one last break, and we'll be right back with our last segment here on Off the Cuff. Stick with us. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Last segment of the hour. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also joining me via Zoom. We are doing our House Arrest Series Volume 2, Episode 306 of Off the Cuff. Amber is at her house. I am at mine. We are practicing social distance. We are doing this radio broadcast from our house. I'm at my house. Amber's at hers. And so far, so good. I guess, I guess it's working. I don't, I'm not sure how the quality's coming across, but hopefully it's good for you. We were talking about, uh, before we went on break, about all of these businesses shutting down. Only the essential uh, businesses are staying open. But one of the biggest complaints that I've been hearing is the remaining liquor stores that are still open. People seem to have a problem with liquor stores being open. And with reason, I can understand that. Why you would question why should a liquor store stay open, especially these small business owners who are like, well, why did my business have to close when, and they don't. Uh, but there was, a, I saw somebody and I can't remember who said it, but I wrote down a, a couple notes of why he said this is probably what went behind the decision to keep liquor stores open. Oh, I could tell, I could tell you why we kept liquor stores open. Well, he was basically saying, and you tell me if you disagree with this, he says that local officials with recovery programs for people with alcohol use disorder said the abrupt cutoff of alcohol sales could be dangerous by alcoholics who are heavily dependent, leading to withdrawal that could be fatal without medical intervention. And that exactly. can send individuals in withdrawal to hospitals or emergency rooms at a time when available space is needed for those ill with COVID-19. Exactly. That's exactly why alcohol sales are still being permitted. It's not because, oh, they want you to be able to drink your wine while you're stuck at your house. No, it's because we do have this whole uh, group of individuals that are physically and chemically dependent upon alcohol. And, you know, I don't know about you, but if I don't drink a Coke every day, I get a headache. Now intensify that by, I, I don't even know how much I've never withdrawn from anything, but I would say it's probably one of the most agonizing things ever. And right now, no, we don't have the capability to, to not only treat these people with the proper care, but really to treat them at all. So why not just go ahead and eliminate that problem altogether? Exactly. I wonder, speaking of liquor stores, how the Corona beer sales are doing. I, I read somewhere that sales are extremely, extremely down. The, it, as a matter of fact, Corona beer has lost a total of $132 million, and that was from the CEO. He admitted that. Uh, wow. He says that uh, they were really anticipating a big surge in sales of the Corona beer because of the holidays uh, with Cinco de Mayo coming up because it's a it's a uh, Spanish beer. So Corona beer sales have went down. There was something else, Amber, that there was a company, I believe it was, or a product. It might have been a drink of some kind, but it was called AIDS. And what? It yeah, it was a candy, maybe a candy bar, or it was a drink, but it was called AIDS. Oh, and it was before it didn't age well because of the virus. But in light of the HIV virus, that absolutely killed the product because nobody was wanting to drink something called AIDS. Well, no, I wouldn't drink it either. But think about that. Before AIDS was even a thing, before that, before we had a meaning behind that term, it was just fine. So what if you have, what if your name, like Amber, 
now mm -hmm. we have the Amber Alert. Uh, and now a lot of people, they think Amber Alert when they hear your name. What if, you know, right now your name is safe or the name of your company is safe. Yeah. But what if one day something happens in life and it's associated with the same name as your company? It could really devastate your company, just like it has Corona beer. They are losing a lot of money. Do you think that people will drink coronavirus once this is all said and done? Or coronavirus. <laughs> I was going to say, no, they're probably not going to no. drink coronavirus. Do you think people done. will drink corona beer after um, it's all said and done? Maybe, but I think we'll probably see a huge surge in it once um, the once the world starts opening back up. I think we're going to see a lot of people that are posting funny pictures of them drinking Corona beer. I would say it's probably just a, temp a temporary thing. Um, so that's my prediction. We'll see. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, though. You say that it might be the time to buy Corona stock because right now Corona stock mm. fell last week. It fell 15%. Ooh. So right now could be the time to buy that Corona, Corona stock, that Corona beer stock, because I'm telling you, Corona beer will sell again because time heals all wounds and having a drink like AIDS or having a candy bar like AIDS, that was a pretty powerful disease that stuck around because that's something you can't cure but eventually this this coronavirus will become a thing of the past i don't think of the past but i think that we will probably see people calling well, it more of maybe the the covid 19 like we'll probably switch well, away from corona yeah it'll be it'll be uh won't be as hyped and it won't be as hyped and people will it won't be as prevalent either yeah and people will start buying corona beer again just to take a picture with it. I'm going to go on record and say I didn't like Corona beer before the coronavirus, <laughs> and I probably ain't going to like it after. Yeah, Corona beer was not even a, a, a good beer. So they're going to blame now the virus. They're going to say that their beer sales went down because of the virus. No, no nobody beer drank sales your... went down because nobody can do spring break, and people who can afford beer are home right now. <laughs> I think people were still doing spring break, as a matter of fact. I Unfortunately. Think that, I think people were still out doing – uh, spring break uh Eliud on the show thread says i don't know if y'all had have discussed this already but what events do you all miss the most that you haven't been able to attend due to the pandemic <sighs> is this playing soccer Eliud, mine is march madness i missed march madness this weekend was supposed to be the final four amber i know the final four the biggest weekend in college basketball was was this week i mean th this whole week we were supposed to be seeing nothing but but final four footage and now we see nothing but andy at five memes i just miss going to school i miss my friends i miss my friends i think that's the event that i miss the most is being able to gather in in, in groups that's the event that i'm gonna miss the whole time yeah but there are a lot of people that you know they're gonna miss a huge event a lot of people who are graduating whether it be high school whether it be college grad school uh, they're going to miss their graduations. I know. Think about college. Yeah, college is, uh, oh, man. I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine missing my college graduation. High school would suck, too. That would. But missing your college graduation would really be unfortunate because you really work so hard to get that degree, and you keep seeing yourself and visualizing yourself getting that diploma, and that's what motivates you and pushes you forward. So the fact that you can't, 
can't it's impossible now to have that visualization because it's not going to happen it, it could hurt you it could make you lose your drive to want to graduate and and college graduation was one of the best days of my life I, because i was accomplished something really cool and a lot of people won't experience that now I hope that we're going to be able to maybe just postpone uh, some of these celebrations and, and maybe by the summer we can. Um, I know a lot of my fellow, um, I guess, classmates are supposed to be graduating from my program this year and or I guess this semester. And I would love to see some of them walk across the stage because some of them have really helped me and I've helped them. So I hope that a lot of these um, universities will take into consideration exactly what you just said. This is a, this is a, a pivotal moment in a lot of people's lives. Yeah, this is um, uh, people are losing out on their prom. Prom was crappy anyway. I mean, for me, but that uh, wasn't even on my radar. Yeah, but there are people out there that when they look back on things, it's going to be known as the coronavirus year. These seniors. Uh, college and high school, these people that was supposed to go to proms, it canceled weddings. These people who were supposed to get married, this is going to alter so many lives because you know what? Somebody that was supposed to get married this summer is not going to get married. And oh, yeah. Now, because they are not going to be married, it's life altering. You think about things that alter the course of your life. If you don't get married on the date or the time that you were supposed to get married, that's life altering. Very, because it makes you question your entire relationship. Well, no, it just it puts you in two different paths. You're not moving in together yet, maybe, because there's a lot of people that don't live together before they get married. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to move in together. There's going to be uh, people who might meet somebody else during this time. So you just so it will affect your relationship. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the, that's the big thing. But what I have seen is that people um, who I know were scheduled to get married this summer, they've taken it upon themselves to have very private, intimate ceremonies, uh, went ahead and got married. I think a lot of people were feeling the pressure because it is a pandemic. Nobody really knows is this the end of the world or not. So I have seen a lot of people just kind of uh, get married, just them and their spouse and somebody to legally sign the paper so i have seen a lot of that though yeah yeah i was supposed to go to a wedding in june and it, or i'm sorry in april it was april the 10th uh, but that ain't happening and i don't think these weddings this summer is going to happen venues have already notified people there it's not going to happen so it's it's life altering for a lot of people but i will say this shall pass ladies and gentlemen we will get through this and i want to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of off the cuff house arrest volume Two, and we will be doing this house arrest series until this coronavirus pandemic ends and until we're back into the WLXU studios I can go ahead and tell you that at minimum we're going to be doing this until April 30th because that is the word from Bashir and Trump right now about things being closed down so I'm telling you and oh, really quick it's Jenny says quarantine can cause some divorce Jenny, that's so that's so true. You just gave me a whole topic to talk about next week. But quarantine can drive to divorce too, and we'll talk about that next week, Amber. But thank you for tuning in to another episode. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, at the Adam Banks. Follow me on Twitter at the Adam Banks. Follow me. You like that one handle, Amber? One handle, finally, baby. It's finally one handle. The finally. Adam Banks. Final or uh, follow Amber at Ambu four four seven on all social media platforms. And you can follow Off the Cuff at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks on Facebook. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode. That is Ember Turner.
I'm Adam Banks, and this is Off the Cuff. We will see you next Thursday from 4 to 5.